Pickaxe. Last time on Curse of Strahd, as Strahd's fury descends over Barovia and he announces a new doom upon the land, the party is ejected from the Mad Mage's mansion and must find somewhere else to seek refuge. As they travel towards Kresik, Xeros receives uh, warnings from Asmodeus that Strahd is nearing the completion of his scheme and that Xeros is running out of time to fulfill their bargain. The party also narrowly avoided a clash with several zombies scouring the woods, searching for something. On their journey, they stop at a tower with a fizzy door, as Dog's Body describes it, and on investigation find a strange wagon out front. The door is protected by a strange seal, and no magic seems to work around the tower. Dog's Body performs a little dance in front of the seal, trying to mimic some of the symbols on it, and accidentally triggers a trap which conjures a blue dragon that prepares to attack the party. Quickly resolving the mistake, performing the dance correctly, Dog's Body opens the door and the dragon vanishes. Inside the tower, they find a pulley system and several floors, only one of which looks to be in a salvageable condition and looks recently lived in. Zeki animates a suit of armor uh, that seems to obey her commands, and Jesper opens up a chest to reveal a severed Vistani head. And just as all of these happens, the sounds of horses and screeching from outside interrupts affairs. Rose rushes down to see a woman that looks just like her twin open the door and rush inside as two horrific elongated faces try and suck the life out of her from outside. And that is where we begin today. Uh, the door of the tower is slammed shut and you begin to hear this horrific screeching uh, and the sound of these flaming horses, these uh, horses with manes of fire snarling and stomping outside. Um, what do you do, Rose, and what is everybody else doing? You, you can hear these noises, um, but the door is shut. There does not appear to be uh, any sign that they can get inside initially. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, so I think she just said, why do you look like me to mm -hmm. me? Yeah, and then you turned around. These creatures then were basically... Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to get into the door, the door shut, uh, and you are looking in the direction of the door currently. Um, this woman had scrabbled behind past you when you first came in. Okay. I think Rose will probably back up against a wall next to the door and just stare at her. Just very... Sorry, because she's just had some of... Um, she's just taken damage from whatever these mm -hmm. creatures are. So she's yep. a bit like... Uh, what? What? Yeah, well, when, you, when you turn back, um, having like shut the door and this creature pulling the life force from you, as you turn back and slump against the woman, look, the woman looks completely different and she now is blinking and rubbing her eyes. Um, she, does no, she no longer looks like you. Uh, she is oh. instead um, quite dark-skinned with dark uh, kind of curled hair. Um, it's 
kind of being held up quite high with a bandana. Um, you can see she's wearing leather armor. She does have, you know, a variety of weapons. Um, she has a, a short sword and a scabbard and a hand axe tucked into a belt. She's bleeding profusely. You can see that she has these huge wounds along her sides, um, staining this white blouse red. Um, and she is very, very clearly pale and injured. Um, and you notice that one of her legs is fake. It's made from wood. It's like an artificial leg, beautifully uh, constructed and manufactured. Um, but it is it's not like you. And yeah, she looks completely different. Doesn't look like you at all anymore. And she blinks her eyes and uh, looks in your direction as if seeing you differently as well, as if the two of you have both temporarily been, you know, seen each other in each other. Weird. <laughs> Um, but not completely unheard of since Strad has done this. Yeah, you've seen you've seen strange illusions already. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um. I um I <clears throat> there's others there are others here. I don't I don't know who you are. I don't know why like, you looked creatures like me. Oh, no, I, no, I, no no companions. Right. Um, I uh, forgive me. I, you looked like me for a second when I first entered. It was like looking into a mirror, but ever so slightly different. Your hair was a different shade, but uh, no, never mind that. Uh, she looks up um, and almost seems to be listening, and you can hear the sounds of uh, galloping hooves, as if you know clattering against stone um you can hear the strange screeching what's everyone else doing upstairs so the elevator has gone down right like i yeah i guess rose took it down yeah you can hear the kind of murmured conversation echoing up and you can hear this horrific screeching coming from outside um do you guys do anything uh for Jesper, it's a mixture of uh Looking outside, panicked as to what the hell is going on, and now mm-hmm. making sure everything downstairs is okay. Looking down, mm-hmm. maybe even shouting. Is sure. everything okay? Who's inside? Yeah, it, it's fine. It's, Did it's they fine. Make it? Yeah, um, very injured. <clears throat> do you want to bring them up here? Um, yeah. Do you? Should we go up? Upstairs? I'm not. I'm not sure. There is a hole in the tower upstairs. Those things might be able to get inside, but I know this tower has a an effect. It, it cancels out certain magic. I'm wondering if those creatures will avoid it because of it. And she kind of grimaces and groans, and she's trying to peer up through the hole. Um, and you can see that the direction she's looking in, there is a section of the wall on the third floor that Zeke passed. Um, that has collapsed and there's this rickety wooden scaffolding that leads right, outside. Yeah. Um, and she kind of pulls herself back, Rose, and she kind of gestures like, don't look at them, um, as these two faces begin to peer inside, but they're not coming inside. It's almost like they're trying to look in from from outside somewhere. Um, okay. She kind of plants herself. Um, this woman calls up, uh, I don't know who you are, but if you see the... If you see the hooded creatures, don't look at them. Don't look into their eyes. They have, uh, they can drain the life out of you. Shall we come down? Um, uh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm not in any danger of dying, if that's what you're worried about. Who are you? How did you get in here? Uh, we're, we're travelers. We're, we needed I, somewhere to stay. I gather that you're not from Barovia. <clears throat> 
you've got too much life about you to be from here. Um, I take it you managed to solve the trick with the door then. None of you went inside my wagon, did you? No, it we did. Intact. We didn't. We didn't go in the wagon. We didn't figure out the door immediately, but rectified it, and it's fine. Ah, um, you got the dragon as well, I take it. <clears throat> oh, you know about that? Yes, yes, we did. Yes, I may have. Luckily, I may have made a slight mistake the first time I tried to open it as well. Um, <clears throat> it's a good thing you didn't go in the wagon. I've set it. It's booby trapped. <clears throat> These things don't seem to be coming inside. Let's head up and meet your companions. Um, and she kind of, she, you can see she's immediately is very authoritative and, and confident in her uh, moves, but she is limping somewhat severely. Okay, I'll see. I'm, I'm Rose, by the way. <laughs> Rose. Uh, my name is Esmeralda, and she kind of offers you a very blood-stained, <laughs> dirty hand um, in a handshake. Uh, and she kind of looks at you appreciatively. You can see that she's taking you in with a keen eye of, like, looking at your weapons, looking at your demeanor, your armor... Um, and yeah, she, she kind of nods her head. Uh, it's just like, yes, <clears throat> uh, good to, good to meet you, Rose. And, uh, I appreciate you coming to <clears throat> investigate what was going on. Still, I'm not sure if we're fully out of this yet. Um, <clears throat> let's, let's head up. Uh, sure. And she steps onto the main platform and it, you know, you could squeeze next to her if you wanted to go up with her, but it generally is not only big enough for one person comfortably. I can just wait and I'll go up next time. Okay. Give her a bit uh, of space. She'll, Unless she'll look she up needs and... some support to like actually. No, she can still injured. stand. She's she's just injured, you know, she's just holding her side. But she'll call up and say, Your friend's coming up next. Please don't attack me. I'm not really in the mood for it. Um, and she kind of tugs on the ropes and the little stone lift begins. Uh, emerging and when she emerges th those of you who are upstairs see the same thing you see um a very quite pretty lady uh long dark curly hair darker kind of tan skin she has a there's an element of vistani about her but slightly different um she looks not uh, as if maybe there's just like a small amount of vistani blood um dressed in she has a breastplate she has all sorts of weapons bandoliers holsters satchels um, and one of her legs is from sort of like the mid thigh down is this beautiful wooden golden uh, artificial leg with sort of cogs and joints uh, to help it move i mean it seems to just move you know, magically as if it were a normal leg. Um, and she uh, <clears throat> kind of coughs, looks up, holding her side. Hello? I didn't think that a tower could fit as many guests. Um, <clears throat> she kind of steps off and then calls down, Rose, it's coming back down. And the elevator <laughs> makes its way down. Cool. Made, I'll uh, hop on, go upstairs. Yep. You made quite the entrance. Good to meet you. Not by choice, uh, my dear Vistani. Um, I was fleeing those things. They came out of nowhere. I barely managed to escape the castle on my own. And they uh, they came the chasing castle. after me. Yes, yes. Uh, castle Ravenloft. Um, I was trying to find out what Strahd's been doing there. <clears throat> I've, I was looking for someone. Someone I think that he has prisoner there. Uh and I, well, one of his creatures caught me, uh, several of them, really. One of his, uh, one of his spawn, um, like a cat-like creature, uh, came after me and, 
<clears throat> several of his ghoulish uh, creations as well. He was... I, he saw me, but went off to do something else. I managed to steal a horse uh, from the stables and, and fled here as quick as I could, hoping that the, the field that permeates this tower might give me some safety for a moment. Did you slay any of the creatures? The cat? <clears throat> no, not quite. It. Uh, the cat, the woman, she ambushed me. I was already fighting several other creatures at the time. Um, ghouls and uh, <clears throat> some sort of devil, I think. Uh, I managed to kill a few of them, but I was outnumbered, so I thought it better to flee. That was for Rose's benefit, by the way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm aware. I was being an asshole and hoping there. <laughs> uh, a little bit. <laughs> I take it, well, I can already tell that you're not from Barovia, with, considering there are two dragonborn here. <clears throat> I'm. Why are you here? I'm assuming that you've been pulled into all this madness. Hold on a second. Let's... <clears throat> you went to Castle Ravenloft by yourself. To rescue somebody and you came out alive yes i mean castle ravenloft is a it's a quite a large place my dear man it's not like strad is in every corridor or every doorway <laughs> plus sorry. i know a thing or two about hunting vampires my mentor taught me about them i don't know whether that's courageous or reckless <clears throat> a little bit of both i imagine I didn't really have much choice. My mentor, he's been taken by Strahd. He's a prisoner there. I owe him everything, so I didn't have any allies, so I went to try and free him. Sneak in. Not uh, not so reckless as to challenge Strahd to a duel in the courtyard. I snuck in. I was hoping that I would have been undetected, but these devils, there's more of them than I expected. You're not from around here, are you? Originally, I think that I have some connection to Barovia. Uh, Rick, he told me that uh, he told me that my mother was a Vistani, but I was taken away from here when I was very young. I was raised in the Sword Coast, which is where I'm assuming you're from. My companions are. I assume you've done some traveling, though, Vistana. Yes, I've. I've moved outside of Barovia with with intent and finding our destiny and whatnot. You know the Vistani way, if you've heard of it. I do. I know that it's brought a lot of adventurers to their deaths as well. Well, I'll let everyone else introduce themselves. She just nods. I'm Esmeralda, by the way. Jesper. Nods. Looks around the room. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you are you okay? Do you need, do you need hand? Do you need help with your leg? <clears throat> oh my no, my leg is fine. Um, I've grown quite accustomed to it. But um, uh, if there is any healing on offer, I would not. Uh, I would not say no. Now that it seems that I can. <clears throat> sorry, yes. I'm trying to use the magic, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the only problem. Is that uh, this tower prevents spell casting? From my understanding, anyone who is not the creator of this tower cannot use spells within at least a 10-foot radius around it. Um, 
Still, it's no matter. I'm hoping it seems that whatever those things were, I think that they've left for now. Um, I was hoping that I might just be able to get a bit of rest here, but... And what about you? And she glances over towards Dog's body. Hello. I'm Dog's body. I'm not a fan of the door. Yes, the uh, the tower door is a bit of a... I must admit, even I was caught out by it. I would have never thought that something quite as simple as just mimicking the positions on the sigil. It seems rather simplistic for some ancient wizard's tower. Yeah, simple. <laughs> Dogs what is just panically looking around the room. Simple. <laughs> That's definitely why I fell for it, because I thought it was too simple. <laughs> <laughs> What about this large fellow? Xeros, this tower isn't yours, these traps. What about the armored guardian? No, none of it's mine. <clears throat> it was, uh, as far as I can tell, it belonged to some old wizard from long, long ago, long before Strahd ruled this valley. <clears throat> My mentor mentioned it. He said that if I was ever in need of a place to rest, this is likely to be the best place to come. Or at least one of the safest. Right. What'd you say your mentor was called? His name is Rick Tavio. He's a... Well, I guess you would call him a, a vampire slayer, vampire hunter. Uh, he taught me everything I know. I, I know it was a trap, but... <clears throat> I had a letter delivered from a Vistani told me that uh, Richtavio was a guest of Strad of, von, of Count von Zarovich, and that uh, I had been invited to dinner as well. I knew what that meant. I knew that Strad had captured him. So I hope to break him free. I still have the ability to move between here and Barovia, uh, between Barovia and other worlds, thanks to my Vistani blood. So I found my way here as best as I could. I wouldn't be so sure of that from here on out. I heard he bellowed something whilst I was in the castle about the Vistani betraying him or something. Yes. It seems like the pact that the one redeeming quality of Strahd allowing the Vistani to enter and leave freely has no longer uh, been allowed. But surely Madame Ava wouldn't have allowed that. If she were alive, she wouldn't. She looks visibly stunned. What do you mean? She can't be dead. Killed. No, no. The target of the Blade of Nessus. <clears throat> A vampire blade hunter was another target. What is what is this Blade of Nessus you're talking about? No, no, Madame Ava. No, she's. No, she's far too. A pact Madame made Ava... between Strahd and Asmodeus to destroy anyone capable of killing Strahd. His powerful enemies. Vampire Hunter, another. She kind of slumps down, kind of sits on the bed. Yes, I suppose Madame Ava would, would count in all of that, yes. I'm sorry you she had to hear powerful. this. I struggled for a long time to accept it myself, even witnessing the event. <sighs> I'm trying to commune with her, if that is any consolation. To find more information, she left me a task, an important one. 
Our destinies the are The Taroka deck. Yes. <laughs> she tried to teach me once, said that I should have the gift, but I didn't have any talent for it. I, I could never understand the meanings. She said that maybe it had something had changed. Normally the gift of foresight is passed down through the women in Vistani blood, but she said this was different, that something had shifted. She, that she had to seek out a new apprentice. It's when she encouraged Rictavio to take me away, to train me, not here. I think, I think I was related to her in some way, a niece or a great niece or a something. Um, she's old, older than you think. I think she's has been something about her, something not dark, but a power, an ancient power. And I think she's as connected to this land as Estrada is. To see her go is something the Vistani would never have thought possible. However, it has happened. And I am burdened with the task to find out how to do anything about Strahd without her. Well, if you're taking on Strahd and he is responsible for Madame Ava's death, I can, I'll lend you whatever aid I can. Uh, she turns uh, you two, however, and she looks at Irina and Ismark. You are Barovians, yes? Uh, Ismark, yes. Uh, uh, Ismark of Barovia, and this is my sister, Irina. Uh, also, some she goes by Tatiana now as well. Uh, it is confusing. She just kind of smiles, and it's just like, either Irina or Tatiana is fine. Um, and you can see that the name Tatiana, this Esmeralda is like, hmm. That sounds familiar. Why do I know that name? Uh, uh, but she just kind of uh, nods. She kind of looks out the windows. Well, it seems that those things are gone for now. We should be safe for a little time. If you give me some time to rest, <coughs> you're welcome to supplies I have in my wagon, or if you need a, a ride anywhere, <coughs> I can I can take you. But <coughs> those things might still be lingering. I know that they can fly. They're fast, faster than a normal horse. So I don't know if you have a plan on what you're doing next, <clears throat> but... Uh... We are unfortunately part of the reason why Strahd is so angry. Uh, we have the person that Strahd wants. Unfortunately, you've drawn some of that attention to this tower. <clears throat> well, yes, that is rather unfortunate. Perhaps best we leave it as quickly as possible, then. Indeed. Has somebody to... moved this armor? And she points at the armor, which is just stood by the <laughs> elevator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't like this when I left it. Uh, uh, let's, he's, he's, he's got a mind of its own. To some degree. She looks at you. Really? Uh, I... I said a, it's I not said my a word. armor, my dear. I, I, I said Kazan, and, and now it it follows me around uh, and uh, does what I command it to do. That must be its command. Do you know word. this? Uh, well, I think Kazan is the one who built this tower. I, I suspect that the traps, the, the armor, the golems, I suspect Kazan made them all. Uh, it probably 
oh. thinks you it probably thinks you are Kazan if you were the first to speak its name. I hadn't even thought of speaking it out loud, but if you said uh, Kazan, it probably thinks that you're its master, at least for a time. Um, okay. It might so. prove useful. I imagine having a walking suit of armor will indeed prove useful at some point. Uh... Do you know the lay of the land this far from Valaki? You know <clears throat> I know a castle? little. Uh, I can, I can, I certainly know the way to the castle. <laughs> my flight back from it was expedient, but <clears throat> it's burned into my memory. Uh, Kresik is not too far from here. There is also, um, there's an orchard not far from here as well, uh, a place called the Wizard of Wines. Um, uh, it's owned by good people. Uh, they're not they're enemies of Strahd. Um, they they have their secrets, but they're good and uh, they are a, something of a sanctuary. They've offered me aid, and they offered Rictavio aid in the past. So uh, that's another place where, if you wish to go from it, uh, the rest of this place. I know that there are <clears throat> there are caves north of Kresik. Uh, deep woods werewolves in that area though uh, I would avoid it as best you can um, there's also uh, a hill south of the wizards uh, the hill is home to a, a group of rather rather nasty I don't really know what to call them tribes folk I guess uh, they are they worship Strahd as something of a dark god uh, I wouldn't recommend going there either um there's also a witch that lives in that area, Baba Yaga. <clears throat> Powerful, dangerous, unpredictable, but I'm not sure if she's allies of Strahd or enemies with him. I think she is a little bit of both. <clears throat> you need to rest first. <clears throat> you can I certainly rest need to own. at least change my shirt and get some bandages, yes. Whether you can rest in the wagon while we take control, or whether you need to stay here. Um, I won't be able to rest in the wagon. I need to drive the wagon. It only responds to my commands. <clears throat> it's oh. up to you. If you wish to make your way, I can meet up with you at Kresik if you wish to travel by foot. Um, I'll be, I'll be better in about an hour or so, once I've had time to bind these wounds and get some of my rest back. But, Well... To me, it seems to make no sense now that we have banded together and help one another that you should follow us alone after being chased. Ah, oh, well, that's very I'm kind sure of you. It's very, very brave, but I can look after myself. I think uh, we're also sick of walking. <laughs> yes, well, I can certainly offer you a lift. Uh, some of you may need to sit on top of the wagon, however. I look at the dragonborn. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> not the heavy one. <laughs> is it? Is it because I smell? Because I had a bath. I promise. Oh no! I think. Well, I'd rather you didn't sit on top. You and the dragonborn chap seem to be a bit heavier than the rest. I'm just worried about my roof caving in. Quite honestly. We'll figure that out. Yes. You need water or something. You seem to uh, no, there should of... be there should be some here. And she begins rummaging around, and she uh, from underneath the bed she pulls out like a leather satchel that had gone unnoticed. There's a water skin and some trail rations and things like that in there. Um, the stove she turns on and begins sort of putting firewood into it and heating up um, 
some sort of kind of porridge mixture. Well, uh, I'm going to give her some space and go to the first floor. Uh, the other ones don't seem so safe. No, I don't recommend it. The, the, the floors, only this floor and the bottom floor are safe. Everywhere else is rotten through. Very well. One hour. Sure. And I'll, I'll get on the lift and go to the bottom floor. Okay, sure. Yes, but heads down. Yep. What's everyone else doing? What's the plan? Um, yeah, I mean, if it's Wasn't short rest head time. In, in a chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was a head in a chest, yeah. yeah there was a head in a chest, is yeah. That, has that been just sat out in the open, this whole conversation? I mean, it's, it's still in the chest. It's in the so, chest. Yeah. But the chest I was totally is forgot the chest about open. That. Um, I don't know, yes, but would you have closed the chest? You were the one who opened it. I mean, we were very distracted by. So stuff I guess it's still happening. open. Unless you want to. Certainly, Esmeralda doesn't seem to be getting on the lift. Bothered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 goes down as Bob's body looks over. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, as as as, as Jesper is going down and all is going on, Dog's body just catches a glimpse out of the corner. He's like, he's just pointing like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, do you know anything about that? About what? She kind of looks around. The, oh, the the head. Was that, was that you? It wasn't me. No, I I I was going to interrogate it. Um, I was going to. I know a, a spell that will allow me to speak with the dead. However, this tower prevents me from casting it. Um, I believe my mentor must have uh, done something to it on his last trip here. Uh, preserved it. I'm guessing it has some information. So oh. we're taking the head on the road with us then? Well, I mean, in, in theory, the, the anti-magical field only projects a few feet outside of the tower. Uh, once we're out of range of it, I should be able to <coughs> cast my ritual. Fair enough. Well, that's on the agenda for. Any other mysteries you'd like to me go? to solve? Oh, uh. I'll be honest. I'm still a bit upset about the door. Uh, what kind of a door summons a dragon? I'd like to know that. Although a, a wizard's door, it apparently. Didn't, it didn't have time to attack before you got it right. So, I think. All in all, that's a that's a win for no for harm, no foul. Do I do I do I detect a little bit of disappointment in your voice there, Rose? Just a little note of disappointment. It was a no, walking up to a, a wizard's door that was, as you described, fizzy, and just deciding to door. flail a, a bit before looking into it a bit more was perhaps a, a bit reckless. How but... dare you call that flailing? How dare you? <laughs> that was some prime time dance moves. <laughs> uh, yes, but you're just down at the bottom on your own. Nobody else seems to be coming down. You just hear them yeah. chatting away upstairs. Yeah. I'm looking at the Turoka deck and kind of thinking about Madame Avery. Sure. It's trying to make a yeah. connection. Impossible. I mean, I'll yeah, like, Do you want like... um? <laughs> are you, are you 
when you look at the Taroka deck, is it like you're trying to figure out how you can like how you can connect with her, or are you trying to think of like, you know, what's the? Is it just like that's just a character moment, or do you want like some clues or? Uh, no, uh, I, I think I know where I need to go as a okay. player, but it's just a character moment. I think just like sure. going back through memories of like being taught how to use the Taroka deck, etc., like that. Anything that I might have, like, yes, I might have missed. Yeah, I think kind of when you start thinking about that, you do remember that it was a lot of people did seem to act very strangely when you were a boy and Madame Ava started teaching you. There was a lot of people did act a bit weird about it. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, kind of hushed whisperings when you couldn't hear them. You know, the way that kids can hear adult conversations, but they don't really understand what's going on. So you don't pay much attention. But there was a lot of strange discussion around it. And um, it was always a little bit odd uh, that Madame Ava taught you the cards, that you had this this gift. Um, it was always regarded as a little strange. Okay. Can I, um, can I come down after asking about the head? And just yep, sure. Same level as Jesper. Oh, wow. Okay. Xeros Jesper time. I'm in. I'm in. Go. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. We asked about the head, by the way. What? Head? Oh. The head in the chest. Right. She plans to uh, interrogate it. Oh, speak with the dead. I suppose so. I can do speak that Speak with head. <laughs> <laughs> um... Any oh, luck God. with uh, no, any luck with the? No. He's dumb. He can. He has. <laughs> All right. Any luck with the uh, Taroka deck? Uh, luck is nothing to do with it, Zeros. But I know what you mean. No, uh, I need to commune with Madame Eva. I was trying to go through my memories. Maybe I missed something, but I need guidance on how to read properly. I was never properly... I never finished my lessons. She was taken too quickly. What's the plan if you never reach her? Well, <laughs> the cards are a guide to this. and I hold up the sun sword and the other helpful items or I don't know what there are guides there are other ways to find these things they're in Barovia there must be other ways this sword was once the blade of Nessus it was the thing that took her life would this help ah I'd rather it not be in my vicinity right now. But maybe, maybe there's some connection. As horrible as it is, there may be some blood, something that has a, a connection with her. I don't know. I'll just rest the sword next to you. Yes, but then. Oh, oh, it's happening. Oh. It's the closest tie you might find, Jesper. I appreciate the help. I'll see what I can do with the sword that killed my my leader. 
Thank you. Hey, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You think you there's, don't uh, there's... You don't say anything. Okay. All right. All I'm assuming... I, I know what you're doing, right? Um, you're asking... You, yeah? Well, do you think I can uh, do it, you know, without it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. There's no way that they don't. Yeah, yeah, okay. You just, you, I got you. You asked you you ask the boss, right? You asked the boss? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Chris Trot, what'd you do? <laughs> I look at it. Uh, I'm very hesitant to pick it up. I think. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I think, well, it's not going to do anything. Just sat there. Uh, so I, I'm going to inspect it. Let's see if there's anything on it. Kind <clears> of <throat> hold it, and you feel <clears throat> it's very, it's heavy. It's heavier than you would even expect it to be. Um, you kind of have to rest it on your your lap as you're kind of sat there, um, and as you're holding it, there is this warmth it begins to spread from the hilt down the blade. The runes in faint writing begin to. Uh, glow and turn a flame, almost mesmerizing you as they begin to glow brighter and brighter. Um, and it, you suddenly kind of realize that this the sword is glowing so brightly, it's almost blinding you. It's, it's so hot, but it, you're not in pain. And you feel <clears throat> the air around you shift, Jesper, and... It becomes hot and smoky as if you're completely enshrouded in fog. <clears throat> and when you come to, the sword is implanted in the ground. It's no longer on your lip. It's implanted in the ground, and you are not in the tower. You are instead stood on a <clears throat> dust-red plain that seems to stretch out, and you can see there are almost like giant dunes made of white sand, uh, that spread out. The entire sky seems to stretch on endlessly, but it is this dull amber in color, and you can see these streaking meteors of flame <laughs> kind of passing overhead. The air is so hot and the wind around you so fierce that it's constantly whipping at your clothes and your hair. <clears throat> and as you are stood there, a tall <clears throat> hooded but you can clearly see there a giant figure made of bone with a giant elongated skull uh, figured kind of hunched in bones clutching a giant staff hunched making their way towards you through the dust and in your mind you hear you wish to speak with the soul of one slain. Who are you? What is this? You. I am the soul keeper. You are in Avernus. What? I'm here? This is where the soul is housed. You that may return. Oh. You may return to where you wish by <laughs> grasping the sword. But know this. Once you leave, you will never speak with the soul again. 
What will it cost? The price has been paid. How? Who paid it? The one who wields the blade. He has made a great sacrifice for you to speak with this soul. What has he done? If you wish no not to make use of this chance. I will, I will, yes. Madame Ava, I wish to speak to the soul of Madame Ava. Yes. I suggest that once she is summoned, you are fast with your questions. Even now, the devil and the scum of Avernus can sense this powerful soul and they race to claim it. You will not have long. And it slams its staff into the dust red floor and it uh, columns of dust rise up like cyclones. You have to almost cover your eyes and mouth to prevent this you realize it's finely ground bone from kind of blowing in your mouth. And then when the wind dies down, stood before you looking disheveled, her skin kind of hollowed and sallow, dressed in ragged versions of the clothes she died in, you see Madame Ava. My child, where am I? It does not matter. It is me, Jesper. I, yes, I can't but... take. She doesn't long. have eyes, by the way. When you look up, she's like her eyes are completely hollow sockets, and she's kind of reaching out for you with hands. I'm sorry, what happened to you? But I need your your infinite wisdom, please. We must you kill Strahd. You are my apprentice. Why One that must carry on my will. Why did you pick me? I don't know how to read the Taroka deck properly. Yes, you do, Jesper. She kind of just like takes your face in her hands and you can feel they're all dried and cracked. She's really just a shell of the woman you once knew. You have always had the gift. It should have gone, it should have gone to Esmeralda, but something changed. It is in you that the gift now lies. But your heart, your heart is so, Confounded by anger and sorrow and rage, it blocks you from the truth of the future. To read the Taroka deck, it is not a matter of simply reading cards. It is a matter of knowing oneself, one's place. It is to put aside your own anger, your own pain, and to instead become an instrument of fate. There is something I must tell you before I go. Yes. Strad. He is my half-brother. I have been instilled with the power of the, the mists to live a long time. I have been seeking an apprentice, one who would find those who could finally put Strad's reign of terror to an end. He was once a good man, driven to madness, to sorrow, and I wish to see this suffering end, 
I wish somebody to end this curse, this curse of Strahd upon Barovia. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I can do it. The, the people that are with me. You must. You must let go of this hate and this anger and this rage. This sadness. You are taken. Too soon. As How could I not so be? many souls. As so many souls are, Jesper. And what now you're here. In this my soul. wretched place. Jesper, and she kind of like grips you a bit more firmly this time. One soul is nothing compared to what Strahd will do if he escapes his prison, if he continues his existence. My soul is a small price to pay if you can stop him. I'll try. You must. You must be able, you must do anything you can. I will give you the power that you need. I will help clear your mind for the next card reading. But after that, it is all on you. You will have to do it by yourself. Okay. I'm sorry what happened to you. I'm sorry we couldn't save you. Just return the favor to Strahd. End his suffering. Plunge, plunge your blade into what remains of his heart and end this. It's good to see you. You kind of... She pulls your head in and she kind of lightly kisses the top of your forehead and as she begins to step back, you kind of have this moment when you begin to hear the distant rumbling in getting louder and louder and when you look up to the horizon you can see almost it looks like a, a living sandstorm things rushing towards you and amongst that sand you begin to see shapes like terrible metal wagons larger than anything you've seen with spikes and blades covering them uh, atop them are hordes of chittering cackling demons and devils and they are barreling their way towards you and up in the sky, you see one in particular, like almost like a blazing beacon of light that is coming down like an angel. But this is no angel. Her wings are made of flames and around her blackened bald head is a halo of fire as she screams towards you. Uh, Madame Ava shoves you back. You must go. Go now. Take me, soul warden. Take me now. Um, no. Go, Jesper. You have to defend yourself. No. Run away. No. It is too late. And she kind of like gestures to the sword. Take the blade. Return to the others now. Before it is too late. Before she finds you. Uh, in kind of like a stunned walking back. I, just taking the advice and running on instinct. I'll grab the blade and just watch it. And <laughs> as soon as you touch it, the last thing you kind of see is this swirling sandstorm, and you just see Madame Ava, the bony hooded figure, this hunched skeleton, kind of appears over her, like a dark shadow around her, and just places his hand on her head, and you just watch as she's sucked up into his chest cavity, and that is the last thing you see before you take a deep breath, and you finally yourself sat on cool stone um, I'll throw the sword and just look at Xeros <laughs> she 
She is gone now. To your overlord, your puppet master. But you spoke to her. Yes, I did. Thanks to you. And your deal, your pact, I assume. I hope you realize we're on the same side now, Jesper. Yes, the enemy of my enemy. No Very matter. powerful bond. Strahd is the... is the reason we are here. And I have more information. She gave me one last thing. I think I can... learn from the Taroka deck. At least once more. You want me to leave? Right now? Yes. <laughs> I need time to think. Fine. I'll pick up my sword and start heading yep. back upstairs then on the lift. Yep. Elevator waits. Xeros, for your information. Um, <clears throat> Jesper wasn't like he didn't physically move like his body stayed in the same place but you know that his soul was temporarily there as Modius tells you he's like oh yeah I see your friend has completed his conversation <clears throat> hopefully it leads to the soul oh it did he was lucky to leave when he did one of my subordinates was interested in what he had brought <laughs> this fucking <laughs> massive smile that spot spot I really need to learn to roll insight roll some fucking insight once in a while no I'm not I don't allow insight on party members are you kidding no way you either trust each other or you don't it's up to you if you want to be I sus. can't believe that Jesper like just was like la 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 <laughs> trust this I guy I have different motives other than that yeah but yeah yeah no anyway um, anything from anyone else I think while you have this hour Azura's of downtime coming back up upstairs, he just he's like and uh, this is the noodle arm this is the happy man. This is the jumping jack. Why aren't you dance? Why I'm trying to I'm teaching you some valuable moves. Hey, look, Zeke gets it, don't you? Oh. Come on, join me, Zeke. Noodle the wiggly man. Is this the noodle noodle arm? Noodle arm? Yeah. Noodle arm. I like this one. It's got a good Esmeralda looks it. over at Rose in a kind of like, what is this way of like <laughs> Rose looks back in a help me. Kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the two of you, there's definitely a similarity in personality, I think. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, Jesper, <laughs> are you going to try and do the reading now? Um, I mean, yeah. Is Chris Trot set up for it, is the question. Chris Trot wants to do his right fancy now? shit. <laughs> Maybe yeah. some more you don't have to do the fancy. You don't have to do it the fancy way. You could just draw the card and tell me. I don't have to do it the fancy way. Please, Mark. this is... This is Chris Trotter. Gonna do it the fancy way. <laughs> I'm sure Ray and I could bust out a whole dance routine. Like, I think you might need to to give like, him time. Yeah. 
He's got to get the app <laughs> up on his phone. He's oh, got well, to put the app on I the mean, top down. I mean, Zeros has just come back upstairs. So. Yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Zeros has Zeros, come back upstairs. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot, a lot of dancing happening now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I have Can I? Uh... I'm doing it, and Zeros. that kills the conversation. Dancing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valaki, and then there's I'm this sorry, awkward I silence. I don't believe that you've ever danced, Zeros. I don't think that Valaki was I mean, the cutoff point. I genuinely hey, I'm talking don't about, see I'm talking that. about the skeleton, bro. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> the only dancing oh, is the only dancing Zeros knows is fighting. Yeah. Mm. Late dance. Late dancing. Sort of dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And caramel dancing. He definitely does that. <laughs> so, Mark Hughes. Yes. Yes, Chris I Trump. have drawn two cards, the Abjurer and the Torturer. Their positions were... Uh, one and three. One and three. They sound yeah, cute. Yeah, because... And that was the thing. You, Madame Ava did it in a weird order. She didn't do it in the usual order. She did... Um, if, the, if the five cards that you draw, it's in like a cross shape. So it goes... Uh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. two, three. This is for the audience. It's like one, okay. two, three, four, and then fives in the middle. Madame Ava did one and three, which means that you now have two, five, and four. Um, so the next one you draw would be two, two. which indicates the, the another powerful weapon against Strahd, another powerful tool against Strahd. Indeed. All right. <laughs> it's just Zeros with a thumbs up <laughs> on the card. Hey. Yes, that's exactly what it is, Zeros, 100%. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Let me just get up all the freaking. Unless you have them to hand, Mark. Yeah, no, I've I, I've I've got the module open, so I can just quickly try and search. Excellent. Then Jesper will embellish what you say. Sure. <clears throat> I'm just gonna do this on my own then, unless someone wants to be a witness. I'm doing the reading. <laughs> I mean, do, do you tell them that <laughs> you're? If, like if you, you announce you that you're doing you the reading, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think we're busy boogieing uh, up here. Because Zeros definitely of, didn't fucking tell everyone. I think I'll solemnly you'll hear the elevator, and then I'll come upstairs with the Taroka deck in okay. hand. Okay. What an entrance! Arriving, crouched over a Taroka deck. It has begun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's all laid out on the elevator. So you've got the torture and the abjurer in their places. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, I think Jesper would have some incense or something like that, just mm -hmm. already going. There's an atmosphere, nice that plume of smell just emanates out of the top room. It conjures those um, the same scents that you had when you came to the Vistani camp for the first time when you first met Madame Ava. That kind of smoky wood smoke. Um, the you can almost hear laughter, like a kind of like ghostly laughter and dancing and music um, and you realize that Esmeralda as she's seen you know Jesper beginning the preparations she's just softly humming an old Vistani camp song she's kind of humming it and singing it kind of softly under her breath um, as Jesper is making these preparations um, the fire from the stove is actually conjuring physical wood smoke into the room giving it this very pleasant scent um, as he conjures this reading and yeah it kind of takes your minds back to that Vistani camp just before Madame Ava's death Madame Eva gave us two. They were on the table in this position. We had the torturer, which led us, I believe, to the 
the <laughs> the house. Uh, yeah, it led you to the tome. It led you to the, the tome of Strahd. We discovered the knowledge, the letter, his history, and this, the abjurer, which led us to the sun sword. What threw me was this is not the order that should be done for a Taroka reading. We miss the top. That is number two in between these two. I just communed with Madame Ava thanks to Ziros. I went to his master's realm by touching his sword that killed her. But it gave me a last moment with her soul. Uh, a glimpse and a, a light that can hopefully guide me to doing the rest. So, I need those intertwined with each other's destiny. I need all of you, your energy, with me now. You could all picture that moment we all shared when we went into Madame Ava's tent. Uh, <sighs> that uncertainty. But that's Rose is Rose is gonna take out the the beetle the scarab that belonged to Shadow and just <laughs> place it beside Jesper as well. She was she was there too, so if this right. helps. Should should I be here for this? Esmeralda uh... kind of puts a hand on your shoulder dog's body and just kind of pulls you to the back of the room. Um and she kind of fishes out of her little bag like a little tiny hand, like hand drum. Just play this. Oh, I know, I know a bit of Vistani dancing. I got chainsaw. I could do that. Just play the drum. It's fine. <laughs> Vistani never do anything in pure silence. We always have music and distraction outside of the tent. This is no different. Anyway. This is the last from the common deck before two more are drawn from the high deck. So, and Jesper closes his eyes and he starts doing some very intricate shuffling. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just flinging cards around really elegantly. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> Stupid idiot. He's going to draw one. Uh, sure. With his eyes closed and just, it's almost like instinct where he knows exactly where it's being placed in his mind. Yeah, it's almost, you feel, Jesper, as if um, there's another hand laid on top of yours um, that is kind of connecting with you as you draw the card. Okay, and I'm going to, um, I'm taking it at random. That's what mm -hmm. the fun part of this module is all about. Mm-hmm. What is it? Come on. Is what? he still trying to get a card? I think no, it's there. Your camera's broken. Oh, yeah, your the camera's broken. <laughs> Can't see oh, it. No. <laughs> there it is. Oh no! Oh, there it is! It just magically appeared. Magic. <laughs> that was magic. This is the conjurer. <laughs> conjurer. Oh. <laughs> okay. We had that before. In this position. Uh, so. 
It is... No, I'm wrong, sorry. ...card of power and strength. Wait, no. It is card that tells of a powerful force for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. Specifically? Specifically, as you draw it, it's almost like something fills your mind rather than just interpreting the card's meaning. Yes, but it's your eyes almost you all the rest of you see Jesper's eyes go pure white like Madame Ava's did and Jesper you as you're touching this card you see in your mind images of a dead village drowned by a river um partially sunken you see bloated corpses swelled with water and above them all you see <clears throat> the shape like a great hut uh, up on two large stilts and a figure inside is cackling um, and hidden in this hut of evil this place of, of quite powerful evil you see glimmering from beneath piles of fur and, and wood and rot just a flash of silver that illuminates brighter than anything else in your mind. Um, I think my... I God damn it! <laughs> quickly close and open my eyes and then the pupils are there again. And I would have recited that exactly what Mark said mm -hmm. as, as, it was, as the vision was happening to me. Ah, I did it. I had the reading. We have something. Whether that's well good or not, I, I don't know. But we have some guidance. Exactly. Uh, Esmeralda is... <clears throat> I know of this place. Dog's body, you don't. This isn't an area you visited. Um, but Ismark, Irina, and uh, Esmeralda kind of nod their head. Um, <clears throat> Irina especially. I know the place of which... Jesper speaks. Before I was Irina, long before, I had a name, Marina, and I was from a place called Berez. It is a small village on the shore of the Luna River. He, Strad, came. He seduced me in the dead of night. He feasted on my blood. But before he, before he could turn me into a vampire, the Burgomaster of Berez, Laszlo Ulrich, came along with a local priest, and they killed me to save my soul from damnation. And you have seen Strad's rage to those who defy him, Tatiana. He slew them and used his power over the land to swell the river and flood it forcing everyone to flee. I don't know what happened after that, but Ismark kind of takes over. It's a ruin now, Perez. One that very, very few of us would dare to enter. The river has taken it over. It's become a marsh, a swamp. But worse than that, a witch lives there. And I do not mean some witch for some 
campfire story. I mean a real witch with real power who can create things, uh, men that can stalk you through the fields and the reeds, men of made of straw and wood and bone. They call her Baba La Saga, <coughs> servant of uh, Mother Night. She rules Perez now. Thanks, Christra. Thank you for drawing that card. What a good card. We were just talking about <clears throat> it. Yeah. As, mm. as this happens, you hear thunder outside. <laughs> Lightning. And the sound of a great storm beginning to swell. It has been an hour, so if any of you wish to take a short rest, you may. Cool. Uh, no, you can you can take a short rest, Jesper. I'm going to roll for oh. Esmeralda here. One time we can take a short rest, and I don't think I needed to. <laughs> Ninety <laughs> more hit points to Esmeralda. Uh, some things might depends no. on your class. Not for me. I did nothing. <laughs> a bit of a healer. Uh -huh. I danced. You it. did dance. Well, you're going to get a chance to do something now, Dog's Body, potentially, because <clears throat> as this storm swells and you can hear the shutters of this old tower beginning to slam and bang, the rain begins to build, and you begin to hear the swirling of water. Large amounts of it. What do you guys do? I'm just I scrambling to, to get the, the deck <clears throat> together. Yes, I agree. We need to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start going down in the lift. Cause I yeah. know so you're the first one down, so it, you send it back up. It starts coming down. Do you open the door, or are you just waiting down on the first floor, Rose? No, I'll just wait on the first floor. Okay. Um, I look outside to see if there's any of those floaty spectre boys. Haha. <laughs> There are no any. There's not any floaty spectre boys, uh, Zeros. But as you look outside through the window, you can see that a great storm in the dead of night has swelled up. And I described before that this tower sits on a tiny inlet island um, along a causeway that connects into this large lake. The lake is churning like a great whirlpool has been summoned, and emerging from the waters, the waters of the lake themselves rise and begin to form up into the shape of a face. Oh, fuck. Hello. This I have warned you once. I know. There is no place you can go in my land that I cannot find you. Give me Tatiana! And with this, the skull surges forward and slams into the tower. I need everybody on that top floor to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, this uh. guy again. A bit bored, isn't he? Oh. Okay. Ooh. 19. <laughs> so, so let's go around. So we got 19 for Dog's Body. Jesper, total? 15. 15. Uh, Zeros? 12. Zeki? 8. Irina oh. fails. Ismark succeeds with a natural 20. 
And Esmeralda oh. also fails with only a 15, uh, 14, sorry. Um, those of you who failed, you are knocked prone as the entire tower shakes, as this skull smashes into it. Pieces of stone and debris begin to fall down. <laughs> as the structure begins to crumble. You hear lightning kind of crackle all around the outside of the tower as if reacting to the attack. Um, but the the giant skull made of water does not seem to be affected. Um, the last, like, again, it just bellows out, Give me Tatiana! What do you guys do? Uh, Rose is down. Only one of you can go down this elevator at a time unless you wish to try and jump down um, or slide down the ropes. You could try as well. God. Thinking about it. Yeah. Am I able to, like, grab anyone who got knocked over? Like, just, I guess... um... You can pull them up, yeah. You can stop them from spending their movement, for sure. I guess I'm just... I'm just going to grab the nearest person and start moving towards the elevator and go, Down! Down! Probably Esmeralda, who is more than happy to uh, agree. Um, She looks around uh, and says, Somebody go first. I can slide down the rope. I'm just going to grab the next person then and just, I'm not even thinking, I'm just trying to get people. You're just starting pulling to people up. Yeah, you pull up uh, Irina and Ismark. Well, Ismark's already up. He's pulling Irina up. So it'd probably be Ziki that you're pulling up next, kind of thing. Um, She probably looks to you, Jesper, now, down. Right. Ziki, maybe that suit of armor could be useful. Carry someone down. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to try yes. and use the Oh, the rope. suit of armor. suit of armor did succeed. It's not knocked over. It's just stood uh, there, though. So I'm going to... Oh, oh, come on. Go down the rope. Uh, are you going down on the elevator, Jesper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get on the elevator. Yeah. If it's, okay, if it's so you get on the elevator, and then Esmeralda kind of like swings down the rope and stands on like like he's going to slide down the rope. Once you make your way down, she's going to make an acrobatics check. Easy enough. Twenty-three. Kind of just puts like her sword and a hand axe, and just puts her boots on the rope, and then fireman poles down the the pulley. Cool. So we've got Rose, Jesper, and Esmeralda at the bottom. Um, you hear the skull. What's uh, so? I think Dog's body. You're helping people up. Zeke and Zeros. What are you guys doing? So can I? While everyone is trying to get down, I kind of want to stay at the window and like yell to brace when another attack comes. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that's a good idea. For that. Yeah, you can give um, everyone can have advantage basically because Zeros is kind of Ooh. commanding this. He's staying behind um, on nice. the next uh, the next attack. Um, okay, so Zeros is doing that. Zeke, what are you doing? Um, I'll command the armor to follow me, um, okay. and then make my way towards the elevator. It just moves elevator. behind you. Yeah, you wait for it to come back up, and then as it does, you're going to have to wait. It it sounds from this because the elevator takes so long to go up and down. Basically, this skull is rearing back and like slamming itself, and it's so huge. It's literally rising up out of the water and going across all of this. There's like a thirty foot, forty foot gap between the tower and the edge of the island, and it's just reaching across and slamming itself into it. Um, so, Zeros, Ziki, Dog's body, Irina. And Ismark um, and the armor. Can you guys make another dexterity saving throw, please? With Don't forget you have advantage. Yeah. Yes, with advantage. <laughs> Natural 20, so 24 for me. Nice. Nice. Tasty. What, a 17? 17. Did everybody get above 15? Yes, I did. 
sounds like yes. Um, yeah, everybody, this time, Xeros, you call out, you see it surging back, you call out, brace, everybody does so. The tower shakes again. More of the tower begins collapsing, but because of the advanced warning, you manage to leap out of the way as debris is not, you know, there's no longer just a threat of being knocked over, but actually things now crushing you as they begin to fall down. The floor beneath you begins to creak and bend, and you can hear the tower hold. The whole tower is starting to shift as it's repeatedly taking damage from this giant thing. Huge chunks of the floors below have been broken away by the force of this creature, this leviathan uh, that has been conjured in the water beside you. Um, so we've got uh, yes, but so yeah, you guys all basically have an action in between this thing attacking. You guys can all take your a full turn, so a move, an action, bonus action kind of vibe. What do you guys want to do? Okay. Can uh, I I'm... ask Esmeralda to ready the wagon? Yeah, she's just like, yes, on it. You need to give me a few minutes. I need to disarm the trap inside or we'll be blown up sky high. Um, but she'll open the door and the wind is like whoosh, whipping. The rain is just everywhere, but she kind of braces and runs out. She slides under the wagon and that's the last you see of her. Okay. Can I have run out with her, mm -hmm. if possible, and cast invisibility yep. on us both? Sure. Yeah. So you cast invisibility on you both. Yeah. She pulls you down under the wagon with her um, as you're casting the spell. Um, she's like, "Don't go in the back door. It's trapped." And then she yanks you underneath. I'll let her know she's invisible. Mm -hmm. Use that to her benefit. <clears throat> she's like, she calls back. She's just like, "Thank you. I know this spell. It's, I can cast it myself." So and she begins like unlocking the latches and things like that. Um, oh. <laughs> and then she gestures you. She's like, "Get inside. Don't touch anything." And she's kind of bringing you up inside the wagon um yes but you see that she basically makes her way to the back of the wagon and she's going to start unhooking what you can see are a series of giant alchemists fire um casks that have been strung up and below them appears to be a barrel of gunpowder and she's like unhooking them very carefully and you setting them kidding. aside no i really wasn't um so that's what you three uh rose anything else uh no i think i'll just um sort of I'll, I'll stick in the door like in the frame of the doorway that's what you're supposed to mm -hmm. do when like earthquakes and stuff hit right cool. yeah so you're kind of bracing yourself <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah like bracing yeah. and like making sure that people know what we're doing and just yeah. communicating uh with whoever comes down okay absolutely right upstairs crew what are you guys doing um irena is mark is like i want irena to go down next uh and he's kind of like shoving her towards the elevator Okay, um, yeah, she can go down. She can go down next. Okay. Alright. No one else opposes. Um, Irina and Ismark, he'll kind of like hold her close and they'll go down on the elevator together. So it's kind of like as they kind of make their way down. Um, what about those of you who are upstairs? Any actions, plans? I'm still, still watching. Unless there's a space for me to go, I'm still just going to watch. Okay. Um, Dog's body grab the head um, out of the chest. Um, you can. Very well remembered. Very well remembered. You kind of one hand. I mean, dog's body. You can just pick it up in one hand, like your yeah. giant Sorry. You know, bear man hands. <laughs> um, yeah, you can it, tuck it under one arm like a football. Um, are you going to wait for the yeah. elevator to come back, or do you want to try and slide down the rope? Um, I kind of want to make sure Zeke gets out. So okay, yeah, um, sure. I guess I. Can I hold my action to see? I don't know what grabbing head 
sound, uh, use the bonus it's, action or what. But, um, it'd probably be like a, a sum of an action, yeah. You're probably not going to be able to ready an okay. action this turn by going up, picking up the head, turning around. Also, even if Zeki gets down there, like there's not going to be really space for you to get down there as well, so on this turn. Mm. Um, well, I, I'll hold my action for Zeki to just... I want to make sure Zeki gets out first. Okay, and then, sure. Um, I'll probably either slide down the um, chains. Like, I'll slide down the chain. Okay. Uh, Zeki, what's the plan? The elevator will come up like you You won't be able to take the elevator until next turn, so... Yeah, I'll wait until next turn. Um, can the armor pick someone up, like Xeros or Dog's Body, so we can get as many of us on as we can? The armor is pretty strong. I don't know if it's strong enough to pick up... Well, I mean, it could drag them. It could, like, physically kind of, like, drag them away, but... If they didn't want to go, they would be able to. Um, animated armor. Pretty sure it's got a strength of 18. Oh no, it's not even got that. No, it wouldn't be able to pick either of them up. It does not look strong enough okay. uh, to be able to pick up either of them. Okay. Right now, it's just stood behind you and is following you. If you move around, it literally just mim like shadows you. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait for the next one to come then. Okay, another giant slam of water. Can everybody... So, Dog's Body, uh, Zeki, the armor, and Xeros all make dexterity saving throws. Um, in fact, actually, Rose, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw as well. You still have advantage, um, but the damage is now beginning to hit the lower levels. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, armor. I failed that one. Armor boy. Okay. <laughs> Irina and his mark succeed. Um... What are we looking at, fo folks? I got a 11 10. 11 for Zeki. I rolled... 23. Oh, two 11s, so... 15. Double okay, 15's enough. So, Dog's Body, you managed to kind of throw yourself out the way. Um, Rose, you're braced down beneath. Um, Ismark and Irina kind of almost follow suit, and they press themselves up against the walls um, as another giant slam, and this time the entire roof of the tower collapses inwards. Um, falling down, it creates giant holes smashing through the floors below as debris and stone all comes tumbling down and now the wind and the rain is is pulling in Zeke and Zeros, you guys are both going to take some damage here um where is dog's is body the... not still up there dog's body succeeded on the same yeah, throw got 15 succeeded. oh he succeeded uh so this is d10 plus so, Xeros and Ziki, you both take 16 points of bludgeoning damage as these giant rafters and stone kind of falls down, knocking you to the side. Um, Christ. Yeah. Uh, right. Who's doing what now? Um, uh, Isma, okay. uh, sorry, Esmeralda and Jesper. Esmeralda finishes unhooking the traps and then gets onto the front of the wagon, speaks a word, and two kind of spectral horses appear in the uh, reins and she is getting them ready to go. Um, so she's basically done. She's got the wagon ready to move once everybody's on it. Um, so, going around, what's everyone doing? I'm fucking yelling at Zeke and Dog's body to get down. Sure. Yeah. You're going to stay? I'm, I'm shouting at Zeke um, to get down. <laughs> I'm shouting at Arena and Ismark to get out and get into the wagon, into the back of okay. the wagon. Yep. Uh, Ismark basically... <laughs> puts his arm around uh, his sister. He'll call, he's like, Rose, come on. The others, they'll make it down. Come on, you've got to go too. And he's like calling to you to come with yeah, them. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with them. I'll, I'll just shout, I'll shout up. Um, basically, I'll just say, get in the wagon, hurry. And uh, yep. I will follow. Follow Arena them. And his mark. 
Okay, you guys are all out of the tower and you're now safe in the bottom of the, in the wagon. You pull yourselves in. This wagon, um, you can see it's something that's designed for somebody to live in it. It is also stocked up like the scene in The Matrix when Neo asks for guns. There are like crossbows <laughs> with silver bolts. Nice. There are like vials of holy nice. water. This is a vampire slayer's wagon and it's got everything you can imagine, nice. like throwing knives, nice. you know, hand axes with silver edges. Like it's got all the kind of tools a vampire hunter could possibly need um cool. but yeah you guys make your way inside you guys are for the most for now you are safe um ziki zeros and dog's body this tower is probably gonna go down this next hit like you, what are you doing right it's the tower is collapsing you can feel it shaking and moving around in the foundations yes but go on can I encourage uh, Esmeralda to steer the cart as close to the front door as possible? You, she looks up and she's just like, if that tower comes down, th- it will crush this wagon. I'm not leaving without them. Can you make a persuasion check for me? Yeah. Uh-huh. I could do a motivational sp- uh, <laughs> uh, 11. She, she's just like, I'm sorry, yes, but I, I'm not risking this. If, if this wagon gets destroyed, we're, we're done. We just have to hope that they can get to us in time. But she will not move the wagon closer. All right, I'm just gonna look out. Uh, just hoping. Look up. Yeah, you see, Irina and his Mark and Rose will make it in, but yeah, you can still see that the rest are still in the tower. So, tower team, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna have to go down. Uh. Okay. Yeah. On the elevator. The armor would the armor come on the elevator, or Uh, do I jump down? It can't fit down. Um, The elevator is for now just about working. You can see two of the golems that were pulling the levers are destroyed. They've been flattened by the debris. Two of them, however, are still continuing to just pull it up and down. Um, So it moves slower and it's rickety. The armor won't be able to follow you. Well, it won't be able to come on the platform with you. It doesn't mean it won't follow you. Can I can I get on the armor's back and then command it to jump down with me on its back? Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can do that. Hey, okay, <laughs> can we do okay, that? Okay, so that's what you do. You're like, okay, armor, yeah. jump down. Like, you clamber on it yeah. and you're like, jump. Sure. Like a giant uh, pogo stick. Can you roll a d20 for me? No modifier, bounce. just roll a d20. Let's see okay. how good this Neighbor thing's solution. acrobatics is. 12? It's about 20... What is it 20 feet per floor 20 on oh no, a 20 40 60 66 she's 100 percent going down at this isn't she yeah because I'm, I'm having flashbacks to argon vostholt here yeah yeah <laughs> oh, no. can you make can you make an acrobatics check for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like Zeke's built to die. She basically is. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Oh, for f- that's a seven. Oh, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be half this. So, uh, be, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> right, Zeke, you take fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. Are you still conscious? Shit! How how, how alive are you? Are you, are you alive? I'm on 11. Alright, oh, so okay. the thing is, is Fine. this thing, like, you clamber on its shoulders, it can just about support your weight, and then it jumps down. 
when it lands, its entire legs, like the boots, the greaves, the upper no. legs, crumple like a tin pan. <laughs> just like, <laughs> um, it then falls oh, over and is completely inert. the The armor is destroyed, <laughs> completely destroyed. The impact is so hard, you roll off of it and are slammed against the wall. Uh, but you are you are prone but conscious. Um, <laughs> She could have got the lift. This is what is baffling me. The lift lift time is there, ready for Dr. Body or Zeros. It's rickety. He said it was rickety. I got scared. (laughs) Playing the protector of Zeki is the most stressful shit. Oh my god. (laughs) She got got stressed by the... Yeah, she got stressed by you the saw- rickety elevator, so she jumped down instead. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I love... Rather than taking 66 points of damage, Zeki took 46 points of damage instead, so it did probably save her life, <laughs> taking the, the animated armor. Or, or here we go, the lift. Take the lift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still, I let's do. continue. Ziki, you've got. If you oh get up, you've got maybe another fifteen feet of movement. Do you want to try and get out of the oh tower, or are you going to stay on the bottom level? Oh, I'm going to try and get out, aren't I? I'm going to try. Oh, okay. but, no, but then I might. Oh, I need yeah, you to tell me to do. Try and... Can I? Okay, I'm going to get out. But can I? Like, can I? I can't cast Hammer of Agathis on myself because it won't work. Not uh... within ten feet of the tower, no. no the Fuck. Tower, yeah. Can I get within ten feet? So do the fifteen feet, then cast Hammer of Armor of Agathis. Uh, you, where you are, 5, 10, 15. You would be, with that 15 feet left of movement you have, you are basically in the door frame. So you're where Rose was when she was bracing herself. Still within okay. 10 feet. You're still within the tower, unfortunately. I'm just, yeah, I'll just keep moving. I'll just keep moving. Okay, so you just move to the doorway and you're in the process of rushing out. So those of you who are yep. in the wagon, you can see Zeki, no suit of armor with her, <laughs> making her way out of the tower. Dog's body and Xeros, what do you guys do? <laughs> Sake. So, uh, so imagine its legs well, like which crumpling. Which one of us wants to take the lift? <laughs> it's you basically got a roll of tinfoil gathered up underneath you and jumped <laughs> off the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just I love that Tom's character has literally sold his soul taken- <laughs> to help with Zeke. Yeah, and she just throws yeah. herself off of things. Just yep. jumps she off the towers care. in Argonvostal. Yeah. In Argonvostal, she didn't Whee! jump. In Argon Vostal, she okay, didn't she jump. There was an she earthquake fell. and she, she fell. fell. Let's be fair. Let's be okay, fair okay. to Re. Okay. That was not her choice. <laughs> no, this it was is her literally choice. Like a, it is yes. literally like a curse that she will... The one person who will take the most damage <laughs> is Ziki. But I Just guarantee you she'll survive. She'll survive this campaign somehow. I have no right to. You just fucking. <laughs> no, no right. Absolutely no right. But you will. Can you get a refund. And, oh my god. Tom, ask for a refund next time. Kim, do you really think Asmodeus does refunds? <laughs> I think Asmodeus might just have a look at Zeke throwing herself down this tower and be like, nah. yeah, fair, fair, mate, fair. Nah. Please tell me that yeah. pun is intentional. A refund. A refund. <laughs> a refund, yeah. yeah a anyway. Refund. Absolutely intentional. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Dog's Body and Zeros. I'll, I'll thank Dog's yeah. Body for letting Zeke go first. Uh, thank you. Know, all the other people that went first, and I'll take the rope. Okay, so dogs, why well, cool, you take I'll the lift? I'll step on the elevator and oh just, okay. yeah, just 
Can you make, for if you're taking the lift, can you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Oh, here we go. Do and Xeros, to take the rope, you're going to need to do an acrobatics check. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay, you're yeah, fine. 16. Um, the elevator does at one point snap about halfway down. You have enough time to grab the rope and then you can basically slide down the rest. Um, what's that on that? What's that on that acrobatics test there, Xeros? Oh, uh, I think it's a 42. <laughs> no, it was a 12. Sorry, read it wrong. You take 15 points of bludgeoning damage as as you try sliding down the rope, the giant skull smashes into the tower, completely collapsing it above you. The rope snaps and you slam into the ground. Um, You and Dog's Body, Dog's Body, you manage to kind of like rush past uh, Zeki and actually get out of the tower. Xeros, you are next to Zeki as the entire tower collapses on both of you. Can you both make... Well, I, I'll tell you what. I'll do you a devil's not... bargain, Xeros. As the go on. Can I grab Zeki? Given that you could grab Zeki, but not Xeros, because and... he's after you. So you could body slam Xeros like Zeki, like literally rugby tackle her out of the tower, as it's oh, like you can yeah, hear it gonna... collapsing above you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, grab I'm not even going to make you make a check. You just <laughs> rugby tackle her five feet out of the tower. Xeros, can you make a strength saving throw for me? Sosbu. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god, with a plus eight, 14. Jeez. 14. Oh my god. That's not great. <laughs> 17 more points dragon. of bludgeoning damage, and you oh. are suffocating as you are cu- you are buried Jesus. under this like broken tower that just collapses on top of you. Oh, <laughs> Dog's body, you look up and you just see this pile of rubble and you can see Xeros like a single arm sticking out. Um the blade, the uh the he who grins in the grip as he's kind of just stretched out. Almost as if Xeros, you felt your body lurch and put your arm out just before it was buried. Um Save the sword. Yeah. Yeah, what does everyone do? Can I immediately just go back and I'm trying to, like, just pull the rubble? Yeah, make like, an athletics check like, for me. through the rubble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'll do check the same. Okay, yeah, make it with advantage then, uh, Dog's Body, because Zeke's helping. Okay. 13, those of you who are in the Those of you who are in the wagon, you see Ismark stand up as if he's about to go, and then he stops himself, and he's looking at the rubble very sort of torn he he looks like really torn of whether he should go and help or not uh what'd you get Fuck. 16 <laughs> 16 so you managed to put it out are you conscious xeros i am okay so you feel this crushing weight and you're suffocating like you've got no air in your lungs as this giant weight is on your chest um and you can't maneuver yourself to dig yourself out you're in like a really awkward like laying on your front position um, when you feel the weight beginning to lift and you begin to see a bit of light and rain is falling on your face as Dog's body and Zeke are scrabbling to pull out stones um, as they, they pull you free. You're not quite free yet, but you can. You're like you might be able to drag yourself free next turn. Um, Ismark looks back at Irina and then he will rush over and also begins to help dig Zeros out. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? <laughs> yes, we'll do you see... Uh, Jasper does the same as well, so you kind of rush over and you start digging out as well. I uh, I feel like I notice Ismark's like hesitance 
Mm -hmm. and I kind of help usher him out the door. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're the one who kind of gives him that shove to go and help. Come on. It's our destiny. Okay. And he kind of rushes with you. Uh, he'll look back. Rose, keep keep that uh, keep Irina safe. And they rush over to help. Um, you guys see, those of you who managed to, by the time you've pulled Xeros out, this enormous skull of water is rising above the water, looking down at all of you. Um, it opens its mouth, the elongates, and it begins to rise up and surge forward as a giant tidal wave. You guys grab Xeros, you drag him, half stumbling, half running, to the wagon, just as Irina manages to kind of crack the reins, and the wagon is desperately trying to outrun this enormous tidal wave that is chasing you along the causeway. What do you guys do? This thing is gonna hit you, so what do you guys do? If you've seen The Mummy, it is like the scene in the plane with the sand face. I just realized I'm also invisible, just like stones are coming off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you can cancel the invisibility whenever you want as well. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you helped. <laughs> what a piece of shit you just left. I'm just going to emo invis for the rest um, of the campaign. <laughs> just, just before it hits, I want to uh, use uh, all of my lay on hands on Zeke. Okay, so, you uh, rather, so as this thing is chasing behind you, you reach over, grab your sister, and Ziki, it's like flames, it's like heat from fire, kind of burns through your body, and some of those wounds, the bruises, kind of vanish and disappear as this flame sort of rummages, uh, rushes over your body. Um, so yeah. 15 HP. 15 Thank HP you. back to Ziki. What's everyone else doing? That's uh, Xeros's action. I'm gonna is... shout while running. Everyone deep breath and then i'm gonna just jump into the air and kind of like tuck into a barrel as it hits okay. sucking in as much breath as i can try and okay. bite it <laughs> sure um so i'm in the wagon with mm -hmm. arena so i think and esmeralda and Esmeralda, she she's on the front though, isn't she? She's she's riding. She's like fucking go. She's, to... she's like whipping the horses, trying to get them to go as fast okay. as, as she can. Um, there's like a there's a bed in the wagon, isn't there? Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Can yep. I like rip the soft mattress or something and try and barricade myself and Irina? I don't know. Mm. Just want to so try like and kind of cushion, shut, like push it against the door. Yeah, so you can kind of cushion it as much as you can. Yeah. Try and hold the water from coming in, or like the force coming in. That's cool. Because Ismark just said protect Arena, so I think that's yeah, all no, we're sure. going to be thinking yeah, is to try you know, and Irina's... get her in a safer place. Yeah, Irina's not helpless. Like she is helping you pull no. this. She's cutting the the mattress and she's holding it. The two of you kind of brace your shoulders, leaning against this mattress as it presses up against the back door. Okay, so that's what you guys are doing. Um, Dog's body, Xeros, and Ziki. What about you guys? And Ismark, so I guess. So are we running or are we you are like cars? You're not quite on the wagon yet. You're like running to the wagon, which is like trying to run, like start. it's started to move as well. And this tidal wave is coming. Can I, can I push Ziki onto the cart? Like if I push her hard enough? If like you could throw, you could like try and throw her. Like you could literally strength yeah. check, try and like, mm. like and she could, could then I, try and okay. grab onto it could i if i 
see this before like because i think that rose would probably try and do as much as she could with zeke if Mm -hmm. dog's body was going to throw her try and help pull her in before i don't know if that's too much i think that the difficulty is that i don't know if you would be able to do all of that at the same time you do know that there is like there's like steps and handrails on the back of the wagon that zeke will be able to grab onto it's not like she's got nothing to grab onto but trying to pull her inside, I don't know if you're going to have a chance to do that as well. So you can either do that, or you can try and barricade the door to protect you and Irina. Which one do you want to try and do? Like you could aid Dog's and... body by like reaching out to grab Zeke. Can I? Can I ask something while Katie? Um, I yeah. just given that I want, that's what I want to do. Would I mm-hmm. still have enough action to activate? lycanthropy mode or is it a bonus action? is that a bonus is it action bonus action then yes, yes because that then you would be able to do it in fact advantage. you could even shift first and then throw yeah that's that's what because that's my intention because it gives me advantage on strength checks so i'd like Perfect, to say yeah. yeah as as we're running from this wave if yeah, anyone's looking i fucking love the visuals dog's of body kind of dog's body kind of like oh here we go um and then starts to takes a deep breath and then the bones start to shift and lock into place and elongate. His form shifts and gets bigger. His nails turn into claws. And then he's just going to grab, I'm just going to grab Zeke and go, up you go! And just yeah. throw her. So as I've you're running as well. Advantage, yeah, on strength checks as, as a, a, a wolfy wolf. Um, yeah. so... Katie, did you decide what you want to do? Zeke or Barrett? <laughs> Which one are you doing? Uh, Z- well, Irina can do her own thing. Um, yeah. I will try and grab Zeke. Sure. Irina will Rose also will try, try and grab, grab Zeke. So would Irina. Well, Tatiana. Rolled... So the two of you have both got your arms outstretched, ready to catch Zeke and pull her in. Um, so yeah, so give me a uh, strength check that's going to lower the DC for you, Dog's Body. I rolled a 20 on strength. Straight up strength. I mean, Xeros, you kind of touch her, and then as the flame of your lay on hands courses through Zeke's body, Dog's body just snatches her away, picks her up, and just throws her. You see Zeke's body kind of flail through the air as both Irina and Rose, they kind of catch you, wrapping their arms around you, Zeke. You, all three of you, fall into the wagon. Rose, you have enough time to, like, kick the door, and it slams shut. That's what happens, basically. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, so as, if you had no, anything you wanted to do before you get thrown, yeah. Yeah, as 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 I, I guess as I'm sort of between Zeros touching me and Dog's body touching me, can I do mm-hmm. like a little a little bless on the three of us? You absolutely can, sure. Yes, I cast a spell. So you kind of no. conjure this. You conjure this wave of thing. Yeah, you guys are far enough out of the tower that the anti magic isn't hitting you, and Woo! this wave of, of, of joy and and power kind of surges through. So it's you, Zeros, and Dog's body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then you basically see Ismark uh, and Jesper just trying, like running, trying to catch up to the wagon. But yeah, they. Ismark does the same thing as he basically just braces himself as this surge of water hits you guys. I need everybody outside the wagon to make a strength saving throw. And I'm going to make one oh. for the wagon. So bless is what? Uh, plus plus 1d4. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh no. 
I try and suck in as much air as I um water as I can. <clears throat> try and stop the whole tidal wave. Like a Kirby. <laughs> oh, this very good. All right. Uh, so dog's body total. Saving strength saving throw 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, oh, plus, plus a D4. D4. Um, 1920. 20? Oh. Zeros. Oh my god, Tom. I got 18, then rolled a 1, so uh, so 19. One oh. off. Damn it. 19. I saw the one uh, on, the, on the 4. Sorry. Yes, but. <laughs> 2. Oh, two. no. Uh, Ismark got a, I think mean, that would be a 22. Um, and I think that's everybody outside the wagon. The impact of the water is like being crushed. You are surged forward along the causeway. All of you, none of you succeeded on this saving throw, I hate to say. Really? Yep, really. Jeez. Uh, this is a specific creature's move, and its DC is very high because it's a very powerful creature. Uh, you all take 27 bludgeoning damage, and you are shoved. Um, I take half. You take half because it's uh, non-magical, so you are currently shifting. Uh, uh, you are surged yeah. forward um, by this thing. Let's see, it goes for... Actually, 50 feet. Uh, then I need you guys to make the saving throw again. What do you do if you, you are already downed? Then you don't make the saving throw. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I still got some. Don't worry, I roll a nine. <laughs> oh my god. How many points god. of was it? Uh, it was 27, so half of that would be... This sort of lifeless ragdoll bodies just slamming in. 14, I'm, I'm 13. <laughs> Uh, no, Zeke, you're in the wagon. Oh, you're I'm in the wagon. wagon. I'm fine. Yeah, you're in the wagon. The wagon okay, is cre like the wagon is basically pushed on this surge of wagon, and you feel the wagon like water is spilling in. You hear wood snap and break. Um, Esmeralda is cursing in Vistani as this thing is being shoved forward by this tidal wave. Uh, I think Zeke. I'm really is glad we caught Zeke. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy shit, I'm uh, glad we yeah. got Zeke. Dog's body total. Yeah. 17 that was a good total. One. 17. Ismark, natural 20, plus 3, oh, sorry, plus 4. What a bro? 24. He succeeds. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Ismark, just, you see him basically trying to swim in this surge. Like, he's just like, <laughs> like, just swimming his long hair um, as he does it. <laughs> Those of you who got less than 24, you take another, uh, this would be, sorry, this would be less because it's uh, being reduced now. Um, this would become average of six. So you take that off. So that's going to be, you take 20 points of bludgeoning damage um, this time. But that, by that point, you and the wagon have reached the end of this causeway and as the land becomes land as there's not enough water around you the tidal wave very quickly diminishes and it can no longer pursue you on the water xeros you automatically take a death saving throw what? you took damage whilst you were unconscious just one because it's not a melee it's here's where DD rules it's not a melee attack whilst you're down so you only take one Shit. death save um as your oh, body is kind of like smashed into the ground do I see him? Can I go over to him? 
So, yeah, so the, the water of the tidal wave dissipates as you kind of get onto the land. The wagon is just about still functional. Um, you can see, like, loads of it has broken in. Some of the supplies have been washed away, but it is still it still survived. It's still there. Um, can I... And, yeah. if we, are we at a stop, then? Um, Esmeralda doesn't look like she's going to stop. You can tell her to stop, but she's just like, go, get out! Wait. But the water, it stopped surging at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's faded away, so it's no longer this tidal wave. Um, and it's okay. pulling back to the, the lake. She, uh, yeah, Rose is going to tell her to stop. Uh, so that we can, she... like... Yeah, sure, make stop. a... Uh, we need make... to get the others. We need to get Jesper and Zeros and Dog's Body. They're, they're out there. Sure, make a persuasion check for me. Uh. Oh, I rolled an 18 and I have plus four. So 22. Ah. <laughs> Fine. And she kind of like, yeah, and pulls on the reins. And yeah, the wagon begins to slow. It's a few feet ahead, but yeah. Um, I guess for those of you who weren't washed away, is Mark succeeding on his saving throw? You guys have kind of all been scattered, right? This huge tidal wave has surged you onto land. Um, if you guys want to find each other, I think it's going to be probably like a perception check to see if you can if you can spot each other. Um, I, and do you look so? I'm down. Is, are you unconscious? Okay. Um, so if we were going into an initiative order, yeah. So we'll have dogs. So the wagon people's action is Esmeralda stopping the wagon, and you guys stop about 30, 40 feet away. Uh, dog's body's action is I'm gonna guess looking for people. Is Mark yeah, will do the same if thing. I have um, a thing because I'm a wolf. I'm just trying to see if I have like kind of better senses. Enhanced senses. Um, like yeah, I'm just desperately trying to find that bit because there's a lot of things that happen when you're a werewolf. <laughs> I don't remember the Blood Hunter one getting that. No. So if desperate, bane, I'm gonna say no. Fiends and undead. Yeah, I'm going to say no for now. If it turns out we're wrong, we'll correct it for next time. Yeah, okay. I just feel like I had advantage on, like, wisdom. Ah, you gain advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. So can I smell them? Smell? I, I'm going to say it's, it's difficult watery, because the water it? would have washed a lot of the scent away. So just make a normal perception check, I think. And this isn't a, bre this isn't a hearing one because he's dead. <laughs> That's a 13. 13. Yeah, that's a question. Who are you looking for first? Are you looking for anyone in particular or just, just anybody? Whoever's closest. Like, yeah. You anyone. you don't spot anybody. You see Ismark. Um, Ismark, however, does see something. And I'm going to roll a d4. 1 to 2, it's going to be Xeros. 3 to 4, it's going to be Jesper. If it helps, I have dark vision as well, so I can see up to 64. Uh, that does. That, that would potentially help. So, um... Ismark calls out, there's someone, there's someone over there, I see one of their bodies, and he's pointing, um, and you see Dog's body, that it's Jesper's body. So, Xeros and Jesper, can you guys make death saving throws for me, as this would be your turn in the initiative? The last time I was on one fail, I rolled a one, so I mean... Well, let's hope you don't roll another one. Oh, 14, a pass. A pass for me pass too. For, pass for Jesper as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ismark has located Jesper, dog's body he calls out to you um, and you help identify as well. Those of you who are in the wagon, um, yeah, you hear Ismark and, and dog's body kind of calling out. What do you guys do? Again, we're going to kind of give everybody an action uh, like a normal combat turn. So we'll we'll just keep tracking it Rose. until everyone's taken a go. 
Rose would run out of the wagon mm-hmm. and immediately start shouting for Jesper, probably. And yeah, is Mark? He's like, he's over there. He's, he's, he's there. He's he's un, I, I, he's he's down. He's pointing towards him. So Rose will run over to Jesper and cast a second level cure wounds because she knows where he is. Bam. There you go. All right, so that's what Rose is doing. Uh, Ziki, uh, Esmeralda is like, like pulling herself out of the seat and is now looking through her remaining stock, like almost looking for potions. She's like, oh, I'm sure I had a healing potion in here somewhere, and she's like pouring through her supplies. Um, what do you do, Ziki? Eleven hit points. Yes, please. there you go, Jesper. Nice, thanks. Eleven HP. Um, I'll run out and try and find Zeros. Try and look okay. for him. Perception. Someone's got to check. Right? <laughs> well it's a new turn so dog's body and ismark can do the same thing as well like everybody can make them ismark does uh, not he's like looking around oh, he's yeah. looking around oh, with his god's sake no, that's a nine total <laughs> oh no i can't see him better go yeah favored by the gods wouldn't work as a saving yes, go on, Kim. Could I Less. cast light? Would that help everybody? You're it's not for you. You've got dark vision already, so it wouldn't really help. Yeah, I just, I guess, trying to help other people. I'll just roll then. That is yeah, an eleven. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. Oh wait, no. No wait. No advantage. No advantage is only on yeah. smell. Yeah, and- because it's smell and like the waters kind of would have washed away some of the scent and things like that. Um, Rose, there is a moment where your heart leaps as you see a bipedal running on all fours giant wolf man like looking around you hear like the the heavy breath um as dog's body is she running will around probably instinctively like fall over backwards at that yeah. just and like scrabble. until she remembers that it's it's dog's body like if yeah, she sure. didn't know if if dog's body hadn't told her that uh, she probably, probably would have been like at this point making an attack. Weapon, so. Yeah, but I think because yeah. Dog's Body told you, you do kind of a like, that must be Dog's Body. I hope it's Dog's Body. Please be Dog's Body. Like that kind of like process. Yeah. Um, but none of you, none of you can see where yes, uh, where Xeros has landed. Xeros, it's another death saving throw check, my friend. Uh, uh, I'm really great at stealth checks. That's why. Um, Seventeen. Nice. But Very he's nice. huge. How can we not see him? Uh, I mean, it's not—it's not a super high DC, but yeah, yeah it's uh, you, you don't you don't can see. Can I? Um, can I make a perception check on the next? Are we on the next? Everybody, round? sure. Yeah. Let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21, Okay. Yep. Anybody else? <sighs> yeah, that's just a letting no. everyone roll. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, but you're kind of just like. <laughs> You're still coughing up water. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rose, you and Irina both see a shape, like a red-scaled shape um, in the bushes, and you see Irina's already moving over towards Xeros. Um, did, she have a, did she have a healing potion? Did she say she was you, you mean you didn't, for one? I, I no. don't think you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rose will probably a bit slowly, but because she's fallen over, get up mm-hmm. and start moving uh, in Xeros' direction, but she'll probably also say, Ziki, Ziki, he's here. Yeah. Just so as you're calling out, you're moving her. over slowly. Ziki begins giving chase to make her way over, but uh, Irina gets there first. And I think Rose, you would see before anybody that she's looking down at Xeros' body and she's got her rapier in her hand and she's looking. Uh, Irina is looking down. 
she looks up at you, Rose. <clears throat> you know that he has some sort of plan for me. Perhaps. And she just kind of motions like... We're not going to let him do anything to you. We're protecting you. All right. For she looks at you and she just looks at you and says, for Ziki. And then she will sing a harmonious note and she will cast Healing Word for 1d4 on Zeros for a total of six hit points. Wow. Wow. Conscious. Yep. And that, my friends, is where we will end today's episode. Oh, my God. He was going to be a dramatic escape. She was going to do it. Jeez. Maybe. She was. Maybe if somebody else hadn't found her. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. We would have seen. Um, But yeah. Great episode, everyone. Good job. Excellent work all around. Some very good, clever ideas. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. Some really, really great ideas. (laughs) Yeah, and jump up the lift. (laughs) Really good ideas. (laughs) I was waiting for it. I wanted to set that up. Yeah. Actually, my automaton pogo stick broke on me. I want a refund. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That that episode was really, really cool. I love that one. It was really fun. That's good. You guys enjoyed that one? How did we get out of that? Oh, my God. You guys guys did all right. I mean, I wasn't going to make you fully fight the Leviathan. It was more of a run away from it. So um, I could have used its legendary actions, but I wasn't going to. I just wanted it to be nice and dramatic and very cool. Thank you. So gracious. It was. was I'm such a nice DM. Um, but yeah, it was really good. There were some really cool bits, some very cool ideas. Um, it's good to kind of finally see some things that have been set up, things that oh, Thomas and I died. have discussed. Um, he died oh, and he oh. Again. oh, did you just roll the next two? Yeah, you no. rolled the next two, and they were both failures. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Dog's body transformation and throwing Zeke definitely yeah. saved Zeke's life. Yeah, um, cool. yeah. 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 You know, check for like basically warn everybody for bracing and stuff like that. Very, very cool. Um, God, so yeah. much happened this now episode. It smells like wet dog. That's a good one. Yeah. It smells very much like wet dog. Yes, very stinky. <laughs> yeah. um, and maybe you guys aren't one hundred percent safe yet. We'll find out next week. So we yeah, mm. probably not. <laughs> take care. Stay safe. Good evening. <laughs> Don't take the escalator. Oh, Elevator. Oh, Shit. Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>